amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 284, You Can Change and Ways to Start with Brooke Snow. I want you to start listening to this episode by thinking about something you have been wanting to change for years. Maybe it's as simple as getting more sleep or actually eating lunch each day. Or maybe it's something bigger and more significant to you, like having better self-confidence, respecting your body more, or improving a really important but hard relationship in your life. When there are things we want to shift, and we've wanted them desperately for years and haven't seen the progress we'd like, it can be so defeating. It impacts the way we view ourselves and our capacity to actually and finally change. I have been a slow grow my entire life from big things to small. So I am quite familiar with the frustration that comes along with that. For years into my eating disorder recovery, I was convinced that nothing was working. I wanted to get better sleep habits for quite some time before I finally saw a shift in them. I've had relationships in my life that seemed hopeless to change, but they're quite different and improved with time. So if there's been one lesson in my life over and over, it's that patience is the ultimate test of our lives, all of us, because I believe 99% of us are also slow grows. Changing ourselves is hard. It truly requires this formula I, I have of patience plus persistence with the lens of curiosity. As you know, this month we are talking about persevering. And this episode is for you, especially if you feel very defeated about whether or not you really can change and ways that you can better start doing just that and how to keep persisting even when you feel like nothing is happening because you really are changing more than you even can see. My guest today is Brooke Snow. She is an extraordinary podcaster at the Brooke Snow Podcast, and she's also an optimized coach, which is the current coaching program I'm enrolled in as well. So we have so much in common. Brooke has made significant shifts in her life, some so monumental that in the beginning and even years at the beginning of them, she truly did not see her way out. But not only has she changed, but in very dramatic, significant ways, and even more important ways that are sustainable for her, which you know we are all about. Brooke is here to teach you how you can change and ways you can start. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. This community of progressors empowers women to take on radical growth via sustainable changes. Are you motivated and ready to grow in your identity, purpose, and productivity? You can when you remember that life is about progress, not perfection. Speaking of today's topic of change, my podcast has totally changed my life. Now, why is that? Well, it's because I started it about four years ago. I was the mom of three little kids. And while I wanted the life I had, I also could see that I was not actually living it. I felt really lost in my own life and unsure of who I was. Now, starting my podcast and growing it over the almost four years it's been around has truly helped me get back to who I really am. It's helped me feel more whole and and full. And that in turn has done nothing but add to my responsibilities, the, the things I'm in charge of as a mom. Initially, I worried, would podcasting make it harder for me to be a mom? And the opposite has been true. Being a podcaster and have something having something that called Uh, to call my own and to help me feel more whole has truly made me a better mom. Now I run an online podcasting school called Podcast You with fellow mom and podcaster Rachel Nielsen of 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms podcast. And we've both benefited so much from our shows and so have our families in turn that we love to teach fellow busy moms, although you don't have to be a mom, how to start and grow podcasts. 
Later this month, we are teaching free classes and they are so good. We give so much away in these classes because we want other women, especially moms who are busy, to step into their voices and to put good out into the world and to find more fulfillment in who they are so that they can then bless other people, their families included. The free classes are going to happen the last two weeks of September. So you can sign up by going to podcastview.co slash free class. That's all linked for you in the show notes. We would love to have you there. Again, go to podcastview.co, that's C-O slash free class. My name is Brooke Snow and I live in Northern Utah. I've got an awesome, calm husband and two very high energy children. <laughs> Who, yes. <laughs> And we are homeschooling this year, so we get to spend lots of awesome time together. So that's been a fun little adventure to begin. Um, I am a certified optimized coach and also a certified guided imagery facilitator. I, what does that even mean, right? <laughs> they're not like, <laughs> they're not like super common terms, but an optimized coach is different than a life coach in that life coaching deals a lot with mindset and optimized coaching is coaching that brings in the mind, body, and the spirit. So I like to differentiate with that by kind of pointing out to people, you know, it's hard to have a really good mindset or to choose your thoughts really well when you're tired and you're hungry and you haven't moved your body and you're not sleeping great and you're not feeling good. It's like all of those important physical habits are going to support the really important mental habits as well. And so optimized coaching really takes in an account of the holistic view of ourselves. So we do need mindset. We do need our body. We do need the spirit, all of that together. And so that's the, I kind of deal with the um, habit formation side of things with that type of coaching and also identity. I've written a book on identity called living in your true identity. And so that comes a lot into the work that I do is how do you see yourself and who are you really? Um, the guided imagery facilitator. I am also a meditation teacher. That's it. My number one habit, my number one practice is meditation. I mm. use it for everything. I use it for overcoming trials, for accomplishing goals, for dealing with anxiety and depression and perfectionism and um, being a parent and a wife and a mother and like all of those things. I find that meditation is helpful for every part of my life. And so um, as a guided imagery facilitator, I also have um, training in being able to guide people um, in their own imagery experiences for helping them to overcome challenges and accomplish their goals as well. So incredible. In a nutshell, really fast. That's what I, I love do. It. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like we both organically learned a lot about how identity directly impacts what you do and how you feel and vice versa. And that's honestly, what I've come to too, I'm like, like we kind of like had our own past and then I, I feel like we've discovered each other. At least I discovered you. And it was just crazy to me how aligned we are in our views and our purposes and what we do. And you were the reason that I signed up for optimized coaching, which I'm in the middle of getting certified as well. And it totally is like the exact coaching that I was like looking for. So I have you to thank for that as Yay. well as your incredible podcast, the Brooke Snow podcast which many of my listeners are already going to know about. But if you don't, you need to check it out. Thank you. Every single episode yeah. is so intentional and right to the point, really educative. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but also like actionable, which is what we are all about here too. It's all about taking action. So Brooke, we're here to talk about the action piece because a lot of women who are listening to this show really struggle with this belief or even this misunderstanding about what it, what it's like to change. And they're at a place where they're feeling this conundrum. They're desperate to change, but they don't know how it's like, they can't break through this wall somehow. Um, so before we dig into how we can help them transform, truly transform, what do you think is really going on here at play when women feel like they're at that, that tipping point, but they just can't get over the edge to, to really change. Yeah, I can relate with that myself. I've been yeah. through so many situations my whole life, you know, where it's like, if I can only change this one thing or just the struggle, right? And the struggle yeah. changes. Once I figure that out, I get a new struggle <laughs> that mm -hmm. pops into view. 
Um, I have found just in my own experience and with all the training that I've done and the coaching that I have done that just like I was saying about optimized coach, I think what holds us back is both the mind and the body. Hmm. And we hear a lot about the mind and it's super, super important. Um, I think we, we need to pay more attention to the body specifically because the physiology informs the psychology. Hmm. And I, I love that right there. The physiology informs the psychology. Sometimes we hold ourselves back um, just because we don't have the the structure or the habits in place that even allow us to be able to be thinking clearly or to think with a mindset of hope or faith, yep. believing that I can change, believe that I am worth, I have the worth to change, the ability to change, that I can accomplish what it is that I want to change in my life. And it's been said, um, one of the the books that I love by Michael Walker, um, it's a sleep book. Now I'm the title's leaving me, but Michael Walker is the author. And he says, um, the bridge between despair and hope is a good night's sleep. Oh my goodness. And I know every one of us have experienced that before, right? Yeah. Like the world can just seem like so hard, so difficult, but if you get a good night's sleep, like that suddenly can increase so much of what you feel is possible for you in your life. And that to me is the power of taking care of your body right there. If your physiology, if you can do those fundamental things of like, get some sleep, get some nourishing sleep, move your body, um, eat, eat yourself food, yeah. like all of those things, just the body part. And I believe the body comes first. That's at least how I personally experience it for some people, maybe mind mindset can come first. But for me, it is all the way the body. <laughs> like if I can get my sleep, if I can move my body, if I can eat some good food, if I can, you know, drink some water, then I'm in a place where the mindset can be so much more powerful. And so I always like to start with people in, in just checking in to see where those little tiny fundamental habits are. How are you sleeping? Mm -hmm. How, how are you moving your body? How are you eating? Just like those three basic physical needs that we have right there. Um, if we can dial that in and get it into alignment, then so much more is possible. Uh, so much more, uh, like you will improve in your business. You'll improve in your parenting. You'll improve in your marriage. If you get your sleep and you eat and you mm -hmm. move your body, like that's how basic and fundamental they are. And I think, um, too often we, dismiss them because we think they're too small. Absolutely. We think that they're too simple. We think that maybe sometimes we even think that we're doing fine or we have this belief that like, oh, I, I'm one of those people that can totally get by on six hours of sleep or uh -huh. less. <laughs> or we even take pride in that, right? Like I still did all these things today and I only got four hours of sleep or whatever it is. Um, I don't, I don't, I have thought that way before. I do not think that way anymore, especially once I have put in the time to actually learn what life is like when I consistently get eight hours of sleep. It's like, whoa, baby, I had no idea. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that totally changed my world. And so anyway, I would start there with those physical body habits and, and nurturing our physical self that way. And then going in to mindset right there. I love how you talk about it, you know, framing it as nurturing. Um, and to me, it's just one of those things, like once you untangle that, once you zoom out and you really look at, okay, what really is that play in our lives? And too often when we're thinking about change, we're thinking about these really big things, big facets of ourselves that we want to change or huge goals we want to achieve. And really neither of those can happen if these fundamental habits aren't in place. Yeah. And it's really getting, instead of, you know, focusing on the huge picture, especially in the beginning, especially if you're struggling with some change that you've been working on a long time, kind of zoom in on the smaller habits seems like the best place to start. And I love that it's about the body because sometimes the mind can be so hard to change, yeah. if, especially if you start there. Yeah. And if you're like me, like I love personal growth and development and self-help and it's like, I hardly ever read a novel. I should read more because I need more entertainment, but yeah, I'm like always stuck in the self-help books and I can get, I can really get carried away in believing, well, I just need to think this. I just need to have this new perspective. I'm just going to mm -hmm. find the secret of the universe somewhere out here. That's going to solve all my problems. And really, um, there, the secret in the universe is 
taking care of you. Mm. you. Taking care of your body and nurturing yourself will make every single problem in your life manageable. It doesn't make it go away, but all of a sudden it makes it manageable. I have this image, this graphic in my book, and it shows a little stick person, and then it shows a really big mountain. And the little stick person represents each of us. And then the really big mountain, it represents all of our problems, all of our trials, all of the things that we're working on, everything that we feel overwhelmed about in our life. And the, the thing I like to point out is that we have the responsibility to grow bigger than our problems. Like we don't always have the ability to make the mountains smaller, but we can grow ourselves taller. Hmm. And so like problems could range in everything from like, if we have a spectrum of problems, like a level one problem could be someone caught me off on the road. Hmm. Right. And then a level 10 problem might be, I die. <laughs> That would be a problem for my family. Right. And everything in between, like we've had all sorts of things happen this year in our country and with, um, the virus and being quarantined and people losing jobs. And there's a lot of uncertainty and things like that in the world. Those are probably up there on the scale of problems. Right. Um, if we just like our problems have a scale or a spectrum, we too can be on a spectrum. If I am operating at like a level one brook, level one brook is someone who did not sleep, did not like, is not taking care of herself at all. Level one brook can't handle a level one problem. Like level one brook is driving down the street and someone cuts her off and she gets so upset and feels offended, you know, Yeah. and the whole day is ruined. And, and yet, like, if I can do what I can to nurture myself, especially with consistency, which we'll get into in a second, but if I am taking care of myself and I am like operating at level five brook, then the level one is the problem that happens is not a problem. Like I can just roll with it. Right. And so that's what I hope to be able to do when I work with people is how can we grow you into being that true self that you are designed to be into being your best self, take, taking care of yourself, because then you are growing taller than your mountain. You are at a level eight, nine, 10, and all the problems are totally manageable. They may not have changed. And sometimes they do sometimes just by taking care of ourselves, those problems just kind of aren't problems anymore. And part of it is because we grew taller, we grew bigger than our mountain. And so we can do that by caring for the body and then also going into caring for the mind and the spirit as well. And it's so easy to ignore that. I think we really fall for the sly of, we talk a lot about the live or overnight success here, you know, and it doesn't exist. You can't do those. No. You can't just go right to the big things. You have to start, start in these small and basic ways. Yeah. So I feel so like, much. um, was that your first bit of wisdom too? And like what people can do to change the how to is one focus on the fundamental habits or is that something Absolutely. you like to get into now? Okay. Yeah. Like that's one of the first things that I work in with those in my own coaching program is that we start with a morning routine and an evening routine, AM and PM. Like how can we put in something that is a routine so that it happens every single day? And consistency is like a challenge for a lot of people. <laughs> so we do have a, a solution for that, <laughs> which we can go into as well, but um, it, it doesn't have to be all or none. Um, I what I like to do with people is what I call floors and ceilings. So it's not so much all or none as much as it is about scale and hmm. about size. And so I want to every single day without fail, like always consistent. I do my morning routine. Sometimes if I have extreme limitations on that day, for some reason that might look like it's five minutes long and other days that, you know, I strive to have, um, my days look pretty much the same every day for a reason. Other days that's going to look like an hour and a half or something like that. And the difference I like to show between that is, is what I call a floor and what I call a ceiling. And most of us are so good at ceilings. Ceilings are our perfect ideal. Mm -hmm. This is like, if everything was perfect, if I was highly motivated, if I'm feeling great, if I had a great night's sleep, if my family is like totally doing everything that they should be doing as well to allow me to be able to have time to myself, this is my ceiling and this is what it looks like. 
And that's great. It's really important to be able to have a ceiling. It gives us something to work for. It orients us. It's our guiding star. But sometimes we have this thing called reality and life challenges. (laughs) Yes. And so that's where it's really important to be able to have what I call a floor. And your floor is your very tiny micro version. And if you're only living with a ceiling, life is really hard. You don't have any support. You don't have the support that a floor brings. Your floor is something that you can do that does not require a lot of motivation. It does not require a lot of ability. It does not require a lot of time. You do not have to feel super on fire, gung-ho, amazing to be able to do it. You think about what your ceiling goal is or your habit or anything like that. And how can I shrink it down to be so small that no matter what is happening around me, no matter how I feel, I can still do that thing. And that is what I consider a floor. So for me, I like to meditate every single morning. I usually meditate for 15, maybe 20 minutes a day in the morning on a day that lots of limitations are there. I can do my meditation in one breath. That's what I mean by the difference between a floor and a ceiling. And and there's still space in between, right? There's space between a floor and a ceiling. Uh, One of my friends came to me after I taught floors and ceilings and she's like, I figured out what's between floors and ceilings. Like, what is it? (laughs) She's like stairs. (laughs) And I love that. It's like, here is my floor. It's like the one breath. That's my meditation. But what's the next step up? And the thing is with like, is it Newton's law of motion? Please forgive me. I'm sure it is. Scientists wrong. (laughs) You know, an object in motion stays in motion. Yes. Yes. So oftentimes if I have my floor, there've been days I'm like, I don't have time to meditate 20 minutes this morning. I'm going to do my floor. And I do my floor of like one breath in and out. I'm like, well, I can actually go a little bit more than this, right? I can't go 20, but I can do a little bit more than that. And so once I'm in motion, I, I do what I can for that particular day. And so whatever it is, whether it is um, help goals, whether it's like moving your body, whether it's making progress on a project that you're working on, whether it is like certain things about relationships, you can have floors and ceilings in everything. And the beauty of that is that it makes it possible for us to do something and something brings consistency and something brings a win and mm-hmm. you can celebrate a win. And when we only have ceilings, it's like, we're always failing hmm. always, unless you're like one of those rare people who can do a ceiling every day of your life, chances are that you're, if you only have the ceiling, you're in like constant failure mode. But Mm -hmm. when you can bring in the floor and maybe do a little bit more, if you're in motion and you have the ability to do that, you always have something to celebrate. You always accomplish something. You don't have to delay that feeling of satisfaction, success, or anything like that only for those days in which you can do it perfectly. So that's been huge. I transformative for my life in being able to stick to things, to be consistent with things, to change my identity, to believe that I have the ability to change and to actually see it happen as that compounds over time since I'm able to make it happen every day. I know that compound effect is super cool. There's all that kind of science behind it too. And that's what I love. Um, so much like you're speaking our language here. We talk a lot about doing something. Um, the whole, the whole month before we're having you on, we're talking about consistency and my own definition of it is doing your best most of the time over time. And also doing your best as a scale. Some yeah. days, if you're going through a really tough time, doing your best is that absolute baseline or that floor that you talked about, but it's so freeing to know that even those small ways that you're acting will add up. I love that. So doing something brings consistency, which brings wins. It's brilliant, Brooke. Yeah. Okay. So what else can they do to start like, you know, getting over that tipping point with the change they're working on? Yeah. I think if you can start to dial in those really basic fundamental habits and you do so by having a floor, getting yourself in motion, you know, you can go a little bit higher and every day is going to look different. Your best looks different every single day. At that point, you know, I think it's really important to go into the mind. 
you're doing the things that can take care of your body. Now let's start looking at our mind. The physiology informs the psychology. And for me, that comes in the power of story. What is the story that I am telling about myself or about the situation? And I love to use, I love to use affirmations to, yeah. be, to be like a really quick way for me to make sure that the story I'm telling is supportive to me. Um, oftentimes when we try to stop a habit, that's not a supportive habit. I, I tell the people I coach that we need to change the story. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes that story is, I can't do this. I'm never good at this. I, um, I failed so many times in the past. This is so hard. All of those things are a story. And if, if I have to change my story, but if I have to pause in every single moment and think, okay, what is the story that I'm telling myself right now? And then I have to think about that and identify it and then like change it to something new. That is way too complex. That takes yeah, it's too a much lot. time. Yes. That's a lot of friction to, yes. to try to put, put in there. And I don't know about you, but like, um, to be able to be that self-aware, especially in the middle of a problem or in an, a pattern that is not healthy is tricky. It's hard. Like it's mm -hmm. a challenge. And so that's where the power of an affirmation can come in is that in one single statement, I can say a whole story in one statement. Wow. And so for me, the very first affirmation that I teach in my meditation class is I love and accept you. And then you state your first name. So for me, it's, mm -hmm. I love and accept you, Brooke. And I, this is my favorite mantra ever. I just, I, the reason I love it so much is because it is magical <laughs> for really like is, everything. Though. If yeah. I am having an argument with my husband, if I say, I love and accept you, Brooke, like all of a sudden it shifts something inside of me and I can act in my higher self rather than like my ego, um, false self that thinks I'm right or is prideful or feels offended or whatever it is. Um, if I'm having trouble in parenting, if I can say, I love and accept you, Brooke, all of a sudden, any story of like, I just can't homeschool. I can't, my children are annoying. Like I can't handle being around all of this intense energy anymore. Will you please be quiet? Like whatever the situation is or whatever the story is that I'm telling myself, if I can just say, I love and accept you, Brooke, it just, it switches things so fast. And I find that especially love and acceptance are so critical and so foundation to any problem, mm -hmm. like massive universal problems that we have for anything in our life. If I'm working on my health or trying to lose weight or anything like that, if I can say, I love and accept you, Brooke, mm -hmm. like, wow, like so much of that story changes. And so the fastest way to change your story is just to have a mantra to be able to do it. So you don't have to think through the complexities of what is my current story? What should the new story be? Mm -hmm. um, so that's my go-to mantra for everything. I have lots of mantras, but that's my, that's my number one that I like to do. And it has just an amazing power to change the way I'm thinking, which changed the way I'm feeling, which can then change my actions, mm -hmm. which bring different results. Absolutely. And you know, this is science too. We had a therapist on the show whose name is Tony from the virtual couch. Um, he's incredible. His podcast, you should, you should check it out if you haven't both you Brooke and our listeners. Um, but he talks about this, you know, we have that cognitive loop of course, but within the cognitive therapy world, they have come up with a new way of actually changing how it is. It's both acceptance. It's called acceptance and commitment therapy. I'm not going to give you the whole book here, but hey, mm, it's awesome. back to this, like love and acceptance, like accepting things as they are and allowing you to be human, but still acting, you know, committing to act, it, it, which I think is in alignment with what we learn in our coaching program is acting according to who you really are. Right. This right. deeper identity in you is what helps you change right. instead of only focusing on just the mindset. Right. You know, and trying to shift that. So I love that. And that's, that is like a floor affirmation too, that we can all yeah. do, right? Yeah, like that's sure. one we can all do. I love it. Let's take a quick break for our sponsors. Five years ago was 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. So, Brooke, I have taken your meditation course. I love it. And you tell a really personal story as part of it, and you don't need to get into all of it here. But the nutshell is you've been through this. You've been through traumatic things that happened to you both physically and mentally during a time in your life. And I'm sure, you know, you talked about the mountain that we all look to see and that we need to climb. You have faced a mighty mountain, you know, both with physically healing yourself and mentally and emotionally. And I'm sure that you, like you said, in the beginning of this interview is, you know what it's like to fear, like you can't change fear that that's not possible for you and to still become a totally different person. And I would just love if you could tell us a little bit about how you have been able to change and how it's been possible for you. And in hopes, I think also to help people who are listening think, I guess it is possible. Like I, I probably could change too. Um, about, uh, let's see, six years ago when my daughter was born, I had a, a life or death experience. Um, I had pulmonary embolisms that were in my lungs. I nearly died. It was really traumatic. At the same time, I, my life was saved and I was able to come out of that experience, um, and be able to physically recover. But there was so much trauma that was associated with that experience that I may have started to recover physically, but I didn't realize until later that I really wasn't recovering mentally. I was suffering from PTSD. I was suffering from panic attacks. Um, part of the delivery, not the delivery, this actually happened after delivery, but I was life lighted in a helicopter. Anytime I would see like a helicopter flying in the sky, I would have a flashback, hmm. um, to not being able to breathe and, um, nearly dying. I ended up having panic attacks, like nearly every single day and really suffering from depression. And I know depression looks different from person to person. For me, depression expresses through being mean and snappy and really so much and angry mm-hmm. and um, really wanting to not be around people. Like, I just want to be by myself. I don't want anything to do with you. So go away type of thing. Yeah. I'm still, I, I, I will still get up and like accomplish things, but it's in a very, um, probably angry driven mm-hmm. place and mm-hmm. very reactive. And I was losing my temper a lot with my kids and it just became so difficult to be able to function every day and to feel love for myself when I'm screaming at my children. (laughs) And, um, and yet like there was so much disconnect because I have, I have been a person who is very spiritual. I've been a person who studies all of the self-help stuff. Who was like very like proactive and, um, and yet here I was, and I couldn't even like control my emotions. I couldn't control, um, my temper, especially like that was really difficult for me. Um, and so I began to maybe be a little bit concerned (laughs) and I remember just, um, really the, the moment that it all came home for me was I was outside and I was planting some trees. Um, my husband was away on a business trip in a whole other continent in the world. I was left with kids at home by myself, not really being mentally stable at all. And, um, I had all these trees I was planting and I'm digging holes and my kids were outside and they were just playing on the rock wall. And I felt like they were, not being responsible and being dangerous. And I just lost it, like totally lost it. I screamed at them and they were so scared because of my reaction that they just fled into the house. They knew that it was not safe to be around me. Mm. And then I felt so much shame from the way that I had just treated them that I remember just 
collapsing on the ground, like Mm. so embarrassed and ashamed. Like, why can't I keep control of myself? Why can't I be kind? Why can't I even be loving towards my own children? And I remember just, I screamed, even though they were gone, I screamed at them and I fell on the ground and I'm weeping and crying. And it was just this Mm. horrible moment of losing control. And then at the same time, something really beautiful happened in that moment. And I remember laying there on the ground and it was like, I almost had an out-of-body experience. That's the only way I can think of it is just that my eyes are closed, but I could actually imagine myself laying there. Like I was looking at myself. I was looking at myself and I had this very rare moment of compassion. And I could see, I'm like, oh, Brooke, I'm so sorry that you're feeling like this right now. I'm so sorry that you feel like you don't have support or the ability to be who you really want to be right now. And as I was amazingly looking at myself with this compassion, I realized like the reason that this is so hard is because you aren't taking care of yourself. And that moment changed everything for me. Like I, first of all, just to have some compassion and understanding. And second of all, to realize what the problem was. And the problem was, is that I wasn't nurturing my own soul. I wasn't nurturing my own body. So I made a decision in that moment. I'm like, I'm not going to be that person anymore. And I need some major change. And some of those major changes were big. And some of them, it felt like so out of reach and like I I couldn't possibly do it especially with everything I had going on. And so I actually made the the choice at that time that I needed to put my business on hold. My business was like, it was a self-improvement business. And for me, it was like my passion. It was what brought me happiness for me to say, I'm going to put this on hold. It felt so like heart wrenching, Mm -hmm. but it was the right choice for me at that time because I needed to focus on my own mentally like mental health recovery. So I I stopped doing that. I I signed up for a yoga class. (laughs) I signed up for a coach. Um, I started meditating every single day. I had gotten out of the habit, but I decided, okay, I'm going to commit to this. Um, I started moving my body. I changed the way that I was eating. And All of these things are the basic fundamentals that we talked about in the very beginning, right? But I wasn't getting them. And um, it it took time. It took compassion. It took self-forgiveness. It took consistency in believing, you know, that if I do this and this and this, that it's all going to help. Um, I also took an anti- anxiety, anti-depression supplement. It wasn't medication, but it was just a a supplement to help assist and support good brain health. Um, and I just add that in. I just say all those things to say there was not a magic bullet. Yes. There wasn't one major thing. In fact, I feel like it was all of the layers. It was the combination of like several tiny but very powerful things combined together, done with consistency, that totally, totally transformed my life. Um, I am not in that place anymore. (laughs) Like I am, if that, if we're talking about a spectrum, that was Brooke at a level one, that was Brooke at level one. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now with the, all the work I've done to have strong supportive habits and to be able to care for myself, to get those fundamentals in and then going into the mindset and things like that. I feel like now on a day to day, I operate at like level eight, nine, 10. And so I know, like I have a deep and passionate conviction inside of me of the ability to change. I have been the person that I don't want to be. And I, that person is still there. Like that's the false identity. Like I can totally neglect all my <laughs> structure and habits and things that I've built and go back to that place in time. Um, but I believe that I have a true identity of who I really am. And that's what I work to nourish every day. And that's in every single person. Everyone has a genius, a loving, accepting, wonderful, perfect. And I will use that word. I know it 
might have to provide context to that, but perfect self inside each of us. Absolutely. And, you know, I think we both have the same true understanding of what that definition is and it's a whole person and, you know, on earth, that means still a mortal and still someone who's human and not going to be perfect all the time. Um, but what I love so much about this story, um, although we've had different stories, we've had similar growth trajectories. It takes years of small habits stacked together that make you a different person. And, you know, mine were related to eating disorders. And then with that, the, the mental struggles that went with that. But I just wanted to say here, and I'm sure you can say this too and affirm this is for years, I was convinced it wasn't working. Like the work I was putting in was not working. And I can tell people who are listening, and I know you can too, Brooke, that it was working and it did add up. And I can say that I am a different person and I'm the better version of myself. Um, so I just want to put that out there too. I love that you brought that up because I've, you know, when I had my traumatic birth um, experience with my daughter um, about a year and a half later, because of all of the struggles that I was having, I started meditation and it totally changed everything for me. Hmm. Um, and then like probably four months into it, I stopped. Hmm. Yeah. And, and I stopped even knowing that it was making a difference. Sure. <laughs> like you talk about, like, I don't know that it's making a difference and like, um, yeah. but I did stop. And sometimes it's the contrast that helps you see what is actually working. And for me, that experience that I just shared with you of like, just totally collapsing, totally losing everything, screaming at my children, screaming at the world, just totally having a mental breakdown. Um, that happened because I stopped doing the things that were working and Mm -hmm. that contrast showed me, wow, it was working a lot more than I realized it was supporting so much more than I had any idea. And because growth is incremental, it's line upon line. It's like here, a little there, a little, just a little bit at a time we acclimate with that. And so sometimes we don't see the dramatic difference because it isn't dramatic. Sometimes you don't know if it's really working. You don't know if you've made a lot of progress, but sometimes when you look at the contrast of what it was like without those supportive things that helps you see if it is really working. And one more thought I would add to that is I had a mentor of mine once say, never judge your progress on who you are today compared to who you were yesterday or who you were a month ago. Mm-hmm. She's like, it takes nine months to grow a human being. You need to at least give yourself nine months in that comparison. So like like yeah. who, who was I nine months ago after starting whatever habit or mm-hmm. new thing I'm trying to be able to work on. Give yourself that time. Um, I talked about the trees that I planted <laughs> and they were little tiny trees that were bare root trees. So it's like they were a foot tall and they have their little roots dangling down for about 12 inches as well. And so I have to dig these holes that are about a foot deep and a foot wide and I plant them in the ground. And Um, we had just moved into a new house, had new landscaping and I wanted a forest. We live in Utah. There's not a lot of trees where I live. And so if I want a forest, I got to plant it myself. And I remember spending all of this time and energy to put these trees into the ground and looking out the window and being so disappointed. (laughs) I couldn't even see them. It's like, they were so tiny and so small. There were these little sticks in the ground. It was spring. So they didn't even have leaves on them yet. And my mom had helped me to plant some of them. And she is this amazing gardener. And she said to me, she's like, Brooke, here's a gardener's proverb that you need to remember. She says, the first year it sleeps. The second year it creeps. The third year it leaps. Mm -hmm. And she promised me, she's like, the first year it's going to look like nothing is happening. And the second year, maybe you'll notice a little bit, but she's like that third year, it's going to just take off. And those trees that are just really small, they are going to catch up and pass up these other big trees that you got at the nursery that are bigger. And, you know, it's hard to believe her, right? Like, yeah. I, we're, we live in a world of like wanting that instant gratification and that fast change, you know, walk into the room that's dark and turn on the light and boom, we're good to go. And, um, 
I found that her gardener's proverb was really true. It didn't look like anything was happening that first year. And that second year as well, like, couldn't tell a whole lot of difference. We've now had those little trees in for five years and they are taller than me. They wow. are probably like eight feet tall now. And it's like truly inspirational of how that really happens. But the point I want to make is that the first year it sleeps, it only looks like it's sleeping. Yes. All of the growth is actually happening underground. All of the growth is happening because the roots are establishing themselves. They're digging deep into the earth. They're gathering the nutrients that they need to in time. Once that part of the tree is strong, then be able to send that energy back up and have growth above ground. And I feel like this is really, really important for us to know for our own personal growth. Like, like what you mentioned, <laughs> seems like nothing's happening. Remember the roots. Remember that if the growth isn't happening on the surface or what I would say is like in the physical world, know that it is happening underneath. Know that your spirit is changing. Know that your heart is changing. Know that your mind is changing. And then in time that your actions start to change and you start to see different results, but it happens through a process like that. And I remember um, learning about this and, and feeling like for me, it was such a, a tender mercy of God that he designed us to grow this way. He designed trees to grow this way, but he also designed people <laughs> that we grow incrementally. And the reason for this is because he wants us to be able to hold on to our growth. If you have someone, for example, that wins the lottery and like overnight, they are now like super millionaire and they have all of this money, 70% of lottery winners will lose all of their big winning money, 70%. And the reason is because they didn't have strong enough roots. They didn't have the habits of how to manage money. They didn't have the habits of how to think about money. And so even though they experienced all of this, like really fast growth, they lose it. And so when I, when I have moments where I get discouraged, it, growth happening slowly and like, is it even happening at all? Like it's the sunrise. You like, don't even know. It's like, is it light yet or is it not? And like, just happens so slowly. I love to come back to this and realize that this is the best way to grow. This is the most sustainable, long-term, merciful way in which we can change for the long term so that I can truly hold on to every bit of progress that I have gained. Yes. Okay. Every word of that is like my self-development testimony. My testimony of everything, honestly, though, <laughs> like that's it. We have to believe in the process and we have to believe that we're doing it right. Yeah. Especially if we're trying, if we're trying, that counts for everything. Um, Brooke, this was absolutely incredible. I know that I want to direct people to your podcast, the Brooks No podcast, as well as your meditation course. Um, I will have those all linked to the show notes, but is there anywhere else they should go to find you and connect with you? Yeah, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Brooksnow Podcast. Uh, my website is brooksnow.com. I do have a free meditation class if people are interested in taking awesome. that. It's a really powerful, great way to start right there of just some basic things that you can do every day to be able to get started. It is a Christ-centered meditation course. So for people that are looking for a style of meditation that is more spiritually based like that in Christian beliefs, then that is a really powerful and helpful place to start. Fantastic. Again, we'll link that all in the show notes. One last question before we go, and this is a quick one I'm putting you on the spot here, but I would just love to know what is something you're working on right now? I am working on planning my day and having structure. And this may seem so silly. <laughs> I'm laughing because we're all like, we, we get it. We get how much this matters now. Yes. I, I have amazing like morning routine an amazing nighttime routine. Everything in the middle <laughs> here for me. Yeah, I hear you. And I feel like I've been, I know some people are so good at like day planners and just like planning out their day. I feel like I've been allergic to planning. <laughs> like it's like, I don't. I just want to do my own thing and go with the flow. And so that's one I of know. your values, independence, <laughs> right? Freedom. 
I know that that is something that will actually help support a lot of the struggles that I'm having right now. And so I am working on planning and having structure. I love it. <laughs> and, and that's one thing I, I really adore about you, Brooke, is you, you show who you really are. It's not about the I've arrived kind mm-hmm. of way of teaching. That's false. And people who are teaching you that way, just be wary. Yeah. We, we, we need real people who are still struggling too. And we all are just on a yeah. different plane. It's true. Um, it's true. So Brooke, I, I honor you and I thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's been a joy and a pleasure. Thank you so much. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants you needed to grow. I know it did for me. I have been dying to have Brooke on for quite a long time, and she agreed a long time ago, and we finally made it happen. I'm so happy to share my progress pointers with you today. This is where I share some notes that I took so you don't have to take them. Um, Let's go through them right away, and I'll share how you can access them yourself. Number one, both the mind and the body can hold us back from change. The physiology informs the psychology. Two, start by checking in with the fundamental habits that support you best. Three, the secret of the universe is taking care of you. Four, you have the responsibility to grow bigger than your problems. Five, change doesn't have to be all or nothing. Know what your floors are as you reach for the ceilings. Six, ceilings are the ideal, but floors are the base support you need to get there. Seven, doing something brings consistency, which brings wins. Eight, start looking at the mind and the stories you are telling yourself. Nine, affirmations and mantras are where you can say a whole story in a single sentence. Ten, love and acceptance are fundamental to solving any problem. And eleven, give yourself time, believe in the process, and that slow grow is a, is a blessing, not a curse. What a fabulous episode. I have linked to everything Brooke in our show notes, which you can find by going to aboutprogress.com slash podcast, and you can find our episode and all the show notes right there for you online. Now, just a quick reminder for you, everything you can do to share the show helps so much. And if you do that online, make sure you tag me at about progress so that I can say hi and a thank you. We are not doing a Dear Progressor episode this month. We are now doing them every other, but that still means that we need to hear from you. I would love to hear your own persistence stories. So go ahead and send in a Dear Progressor note and learn how by going to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show. Another quick reminder to check out the free classes on podcasting we have going on this month by going to podcastu.co slash free class, as well as my free COVID school resource guide um, by going to aboutprogress.com slash COVID school. What a weird time, but friends, we can change. I really truly believe in this. This is like the testimony, I guess, of my life that I can tell you that we all can change. And I believe that you are no different. Yes, it might be slow. Yes, it might be frustrating and at times even heartbreaking, but you can change. It is possible for you. And I so hope this episode gave you some of the know-how and the reassurance that you can do this. We are here for you in the About Progress community. Me and our fellow progressors, we we want you to change and we want you to feel supported doing that. This is where I'm going to leave you today. Keep growing and remember life is about progress, not perfection. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 284. You can change and ways to start with Brooke Snow. Okay, everyone's crying in the background. Am I a little weird with my, do I sound okay? It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of doing a, I'm like coming in and out on my side, but I guess I'm okay. Here, let me just check this. Hello. Oh, well, it's just going to sound weird on my end and that's okay. As long as it's, as I sound good with you, I think we're going to be okay. Sound good with me. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.